0: Welcome to Hey Asper, I'm tired, and these are my co-hosts, also tired and very tired.
1: Hey, <laughs> you don't Excuse speak you. for me, I had a nice, I had a lovely night's sleep, and I'm very energized and ready for the day. And I had a
2: nice, cool cup of coffee.
1: Yeah, and I've got a giant cup of cold brew. All right, you, you can
2: just say coffee, Mr. Hipster Barista, you, we know what cold brew is, buddy.
1: <laughs> cold brew coffee. We, I make it on my kitchen counter.
2: I just got dropped sure in from do.
0: 1986. What's cold, bro? I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> are you telling me this coffee comes cold? <laughs> Poo.
0: I always come cold. S- Somebody get me a
2: nice tang. <laughs> I can't wait to try cri- Crystal Pepsi Cola.
1: <laughs> oh, y'all are from the past. Yes. New Coke, I was everybody. I confused about what's happening.
0: You know... You know, Tang is still a thing. I mean, you gotta get on, like, Tinder to get it sometimes, but...
1: Oh, my God. Boo, <laughs> hiss, that's... Boo. Honestly, we skated past the first one, but that's two gross things Ben sent in a row. Yeah. <laughs> boo.
2: Hiss. Uh, hiss, boo. But, well, yeah, we're today, not here
0: to talk about Tang. We're here to talk about reality other television.
2: Other gross <laughs> things.
1: Yeah. yeah. Other gross things. What, like, reality television. It, what's
0: worst reality tv show you've like sat through or like seen some of oh
1: god i mean i've been cat and i've basically been marathoning every version of 90 day fiance
0: that show just seems so gross it
1: is it's disgusting god damn it's it's just wrought with Abuse and manipulation and forced drama. Yeah. I, th- those shows
0: just seem so.
2: I mean, all reality TV could be kind of scummy in how it's presented. Like, I love RuPaul's Drag Race, but it's still and and I actually like a lot of reality TV show, like competition shows, like I guess you can, can count like chopped. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah, and like, I, I like um, Worst Cooks in America. That is a great show.
1: I love Worst Cooks in America. I but, love
2: Worst Cooks too.
0: But whenever I think of reality TV, I don't think of like Master or Chopped or. Oh, I think like of. This.
2: I absolutely think of like. Um, I not Hell's of- Kitchen, but what's the Gordon Ramsay show where he likes oh, Kitchen Nightmares? In- Kitchen Nightmares, yeah. I absolutely Ooh. think. I mean, those are absolutely like kind of reality TV ish. Oh,
0: God, yeah. yeah no, they, they are. are. Yeah. Now, that's another like, kind of show I think of when I think reality TV.
1: To me, reality TV means we have people that are not professionally trained actors. Yep. Or they're not like professional actors. We just got them to show up, and then maybe we pay them. Yeah,
2: or maybe May- they get two hundred dollars and yeah, the back maybe of the they van. get
1: a little bit of financial compensation, but yep. who knows? Um, usually not much.
2: But TLCs but the point I was trying to make with that is like, I think all reality TVs, except for maybe like the purest Food Network competition shows, can yeah. be a little scummy in how they're presented. Like RuPaul's Drag Race, definitely every season they try to, you know do an underdog story and not everything Mm -hmm. is like a hundred percent how it's presented there
1: Mm -hmm. oh yeah
2: for sure you know despite the fact that i love it but tlc reality tv goes to a next level of like trash what the trash yeah Yeah.
1: so like especially with tlc shows yeah like y'all know that reality a lot of those reality tv shows have like writers yeah oh and yeah they get people to punch them up
2: yeah 100
1: like and it, it's not like writers in the sense that everything that they do and say is being scripted but it is like okay this episode they're gonna have a dance competition yeah. and grandpa's gonna win but first he's gonna think that he hates his son-in-law like Stuff like that. Oh yeah. my
2: god, I have they been. They find on...
1: situ. They find reasons to get people to hate each other. Oh mm-hmm.
2: yeah, or to act in conflict when in reality it would not be. I I've not watched a whole lot of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but the one of the episodes I did watch, um, the mom, uh, uh-huh. I don't know her name, Cat Kardashian. We're gonna call her Crystal. Crystal Kardashian. Crystal was like. <laughs> I don't really like. I, the only one I know is Kim. <laughs> I don't know any of. The, or, and like Kendall Jenner. I don't know any of the other Kardashian names. Um, Kylie. Nope, that's a Jenner too. Uh, Chloe. Chloe. Yeah, mate. Yeah, okay. So she was like, I don't really like Chloe's new boyfriend and I- because he said something rude and I'm going to have to confront him about it. And then the entire episode was this lead up to this confrontation. And then. Um, Crystal and Chloe's boyfriend had the conversation, and Chloe's boyfriend was basically like, "Oh yeah, that was totally misunderstanding. My bad, Crystal Kim Kardashian." And Crystal was like, "I guess he's nice." And I was like, "Great, this was a thrilling thirty minutes of television um, where nothing fucking happened."
0: Oh yeah, no, yeah, uh, not to out Mama Tyke or anything, but when she's like extra like down and out, she'll put on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and that's when I'm like, "Yeah, somebody just needs to be left alone."
2: Yeah. We just need to uh, back away slowly.
0: I mean, I will like sitting there and watch it with it just because it's like it's like going to the zoo, man. Uh, it's just garbage. I think,
2: I think the worst reality TV shows are the ones where it's like child abuse is happening on screen, either oh, through yeah, like the- neglect or emotional abuse. And we Oh yeah. And yeah. we just oh, sit there God. and watch it. There
1: yeah. was there was an episode of Hoarders uh I was watching an episode of Hoarders, mm-hmm. and it was like, this guy was in super danger. I'm like, not, not danger. The kids were in super danger. Like, he he was going to get his kids taken away. Yeah. If, like, because, like, his, his, like, dad was a hoarder, and he, like, made his kids stay with his dad most of the day while him and his wife worked. hmm And it was yeah. like, the kids were going to get taken away because the kids were basically living in this hoarder house that was not safe yeah and i was and he just kept going i'm not doing anything wrong i'm not doing anything i'm like you're doing everything wrong dude yeah like oh i was get, i had to stop halfway through the episode because i was getting so fired up about it Mm. i was
2: specifically thinking about like um toddlers and tiara tiaras
0: oh god yeah that's another trash one
2: yeah that i mean some of those moms treat their children like
0: like objects
2: like objects yeah oh yeah there's a lot of like sexualization going on yeah yeah, yeah. in the few episodes i've seen and i'm just like yeah
0: yeah just extra gross
2: because like like all americans i love to see someone down on their luck and then i love to laugh at them um (laughs) and then you like to see them get
0: better and then get kicked in the nuts
2: yeah, exactly. It's yeah, like yeah, uh, yeah. that old Mel Brooks aphorism: a man cutting, a man getting a paper cut on his finger is a tragedy. A man walking to an Oprah <laughs> grade and dying is a comedy. It's it's that whole
0: idea. Yeah, exactly. Exact that is what reality thing. television is built on.
2: Yeah, but um, there's just something about I don't know. I also don't like dance bombs. <laughs>
0: God, yeah. Like, yeah. Anything oh, with like God. angry women yelling at children.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's half the TLC network. Just angry women yelling at children. Yeah. On at mm-hmm. eight, nine, and yeah. ten.
0: Thanks, The Learning Channel.
2: Yep. I've learned why I hate everyone. That's yeah. what I've learned today. Yeah. Um there's been some really great I would highly recommend going on YouTube and looking up like SNL reality TV sketches, like looking up like a compilation of that, because there's some oh, really man. funny ones. Yeah. There are some I great
0: love- ones. But there is a thin gray line between what is an SNL sketch and what's actually and on what's TV. Actually
2: happening. <sighs> yeah, I, I think my favorite SNL reality TV show sketch is the real intros of Reality Hills, and oh it's God, just yeah. like <laughs> 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 we cut through all the bullshit. Here are all the characters saying their intros, a couple of catchphrases, and the two seconds of drama. And John Mulaney's in it, and it's very funny. He plays twins. They're (laughs) terrifying and possibly incestuous. It's weird.
1: (laughs) Um, Um, The other thing about reality TV is that it's definitely not... I feel like it's not... It's not entertainment that is meant to be binged. Oh, God. It's definitely definitely like week-to-week pacing because in... One episode, well, okay, how about this? Within three episodes of ninety day fiance, you will see one clip at two people yelling at each other about fifteen times. Yes, sure. you'll see it in one episode and they'll tease it for that full episode, another episode. and then you don't see them yelling at each other until the third episode. and then it's not until the end. yeah, it's like they 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 edit it in such a way that it is like, Oh man, it's just exhausting because you just are constantly bombarded with the same amount of information or like the same information over and over and over again.
2: It's also just got to be exhausting to see, I don't know, two people hate each other. The the television show. Yeah. I just can't imagine watching like binging a show Now, I have binged some reality TV, like, if it's, like, um, What Not to Wear or Queer Eye.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Queer
2: Eye is probably, like, the most wholesome.
0: I will say, like, What Not to Wear can be at times.
2: Yeah. But, like, um, yeah, What Not to Wear, I don't know. I think What Not to Wear has a problem with anything that's, like, too alternative.
0: That's painfully true.
2: Yeah, like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some
2: people are just, look, some people are comfortable wearing weird shit and they don't have the type of lifestyle that, like, would prohibit that. And we should yeah. just. It's one thing if somebody's like, I dress like a crazy person and I'm not happy in my <sighs> life.
0: Those episodes are good, but it's like the episodes where, like, the parent or, like, somebody is like, You wear too much black. And they're like, Yeah. And it's just like they're a little too goth. Yeah. Like, ah, I feel like they should bring in, like, an expert. And by expert, yeah. I just mean, like, somebody who's in that scene to be like, hey, we know you like this, so we brought this person to help with that.
2: Yeah, but also, please understand, you have to go to a nine-to-five, Yeah. and you're going to have to find a way to, like, turn goth into into business casual wear, essentially. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know? God, it could be, like, the IT crowd. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From goth to boss. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not apologizing, fuck it. I brought Noel Fleming into your life, fuck you.
2: Yeah, don't apologize, I love Noel Fleming. Yeah, I feel Um, like this is his name, right? I think, I guess we were talking about the worst TLV reality TV shows we've watched, and I have a contender for that. Oh yeah? I will not apologize for watching the entirety of Flavor of Love.
0: Oh, girl, girl. (laughs) I've watched The Rock of Love, The Flavor of Love, and Tila Tequila's Whatever Love that was
2: Tila Te- Tequila is also in love. I will not yep. apologize for watching the entirety of Flavor and Love of Love. But you know what I will apologize for? What's watching that? all two seasons of I Love New York. <laughs> 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 that I will uh. say, hey. I'm sorry, what? America. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that's when it that's when like the snowball has gotten so big that even Indiana Jones has got caught up in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a new show coming on TLC that is about two people from 90 Day Fiancé and their sisters, twin, their s- twin sisters. And it's about them trying to, like, find love in the world. It's just like, oh, God. And like, uh, oh. I'm still. I'm just like. I'm like hyper focused on 90 Day Fiance right now because it's yeah. like go listen to, uh, go listen to the Mountain Goats album Tallahassee, mm-hmm. and then do a Wikipedia search on the Mountain Goats uh, trend, the Alpha Couple, mm-hmm. yeah, and then yeah. just imagine those people, but on TV. It's yeah. just like hey. We actively are hating each other But I mean, we're gonna
2: get married No Children is one of the best songs <laughs> For like Couples who absolutely should not <laughs> Should oh, not yeah, be together Oh <laughs> yeah absolutely It's like have you ever wanted to listen to hate fucking But in musical form That's No <laughs> Children
1: No Children and also the the Last song of that album Oceanographer's Choice Is literally that happening
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> And, I, and I, I mean, it's great. It's it's amazing. No children. Yeah. It <laughs> is so funny to me. Every time I listen to it, I'm I just giggle a little bit because the chorus goes, "And I hope you die. I hope we both die." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa. Okay. Damn. <laughs> okay. Little little much, guys. Little much.
0: Bit much. Yeah. I did watch. Um, I started watching Jarvis Jack or Jarvis Johnson on YouTube. And he was talking about it's like something like too hot on a Netflix or something. There's like a new one that came out, a new reality show.
1: Oh jeez.
0: It's just and it's just like hot people who they're all staying together on an island but the coach. Oh, is that the one
1: where they're not allowed to fuck? Yeah.
0: And then they still fuck.
1: That was so dumb Like that was the whole Point of the show Right It's like Let's see how long We can get all these Hypersexual Attractive people In a room Before they fuck And if they fuck They have to go home
0: No if they fuck They lost money And There was like This omniscient Like Alexa Thingy That Would like Rate them And like say how much money they won or lost or something but it was oh, also very like arbitrary because oh. sometimes they kissed and lost like a way more money and then somebody <laughs> fucked and then they lost like no money
2: what the fuck i'd be yeah. pissed yeah yeah i was like oh i could 100 percent do that show i'd just take myself down to dj diddleworth diddlesworth town every week and then my friend was like no you can't even do that and i was like okay i'm out I um, (laughs) am I'm out I'm out on the first night what I want is for somebody to do that show but then like there's a secret asexual who's like I'm going to take this whole pot you know what I mean just like
0: but at the end I think they all split like $70,000 or something Wow! but there was still like 11 of them and only like 4 people left the show for like various reasons but yeah I don't know it just seemed like really dumb and everybody involved seemed like garbage
2: yeah and um there are definitely reality TV shows where it's like Mm. hey we took the worst personality types and put them in the same fucking room and guess what they all had children together and now a super monster exists
0: speaking of fucking (laughs) witch, have y'all seen love is uh, blind uh
2: no but that's where blind people find love right
0: nope Uh, That is the show hosted by, I think, one of the people from, like, NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys. And the entire premise of the show, because they wanted to do science, but they didn't realize that this had already been done, and there's no control group, and there's no, like, scientific theory. So, basically, they take men and women, and they put all the men on the men's side, and they put all the ladies on the ladies' side... And then there's, like, this room with a partition between them with, like, frosted glass and, like, magic mm-hmm. that they can talk to each other through. And then that they, they can build connections and whatnot. Yeah. And in one of these instances, this lady was a hardcore abusive alcoholic who fell in love with a man that was shorter than her and then didn't know how to process it and then just became insanely abusive and the guy just took it what yeah uh it's really sad and there's other really funny stuff that happens in the show because like people try to like they live and like people actually like fell in love and like one dude like proposed to this lady through the partition before they even saw each other and he gave her like an empty box and he was like there's nothing in the box but there's a bow around my neck because I'm giving myself haul to you. And I was like, man, that's really sweet. But there was a way better way to do that. Yeah, <laughs> It's dumb as hell, my hey, dude. I'm I sorry. Hey, got this
2: fucking gift. It's me. Oh, you want it's a material thing? Fuck you. And just. Yeah. Uh... It's, yeah, it's
0: just dumb as hell. And then like later on, they were living together and they got into a huge fight. And how they would try and resolve it is they would be in separate rooms and then pretend that there was a partition. But yeah, it's just dumb as hell, man. But
2: sorry, my eyes just kept getting wider through that entire explanation and I'm just like <laughs> yeah I think I don't like I also don't like the reality TV ones where it's like, here's a hardcore dating thing because I just like I'm not really a big love at first sight person. I mean, God, people no. say pe- people say that that it's a thing that they met somebody and they were like, I knew they were going to be the one. And then, you know, they get married and they're still going strong. And I do, I I just don't really think, I think that you can meet somebody and be like, Oh, we have a potential for a great friendship or a great relationship. Like there's a potential there. Like, I do think you can meet someone and in the course of a night be like, this could go really well or really awful. Mm. You know, just based off like a gut feeling you have or whatever, you know, knowing how your personality works and seeing how they present themselves. Yeah. However, I do not think you can see somebody and then fall in love with them. I think that you can see somebody, form a relationship, and then later be like, yep, I was love at first sight, but I do not think that you can just like
0: <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't see know. I don't see love at first sight being a real thing. I see lust at first sight being a thing. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I definitely think you could see somebody and be like they're hot. I want to bone them. <laughs> yep. Um or I want them to bone me. But I do mm-hmm. not think you can meet somebody and just be like I knew. Um but I've also, you know, never really had uh experienced it myself. Hmm. So, if you have I guess um add us, I don't know,
0: yeah, it's shoot us a message or something. Yeah. I don't know
2: Prove mm-hmm. me watch me walk out of the house like tomorrow and be like, "Oh my God, I've <laughs> met someone the one and and then they'd be like, oh i don't I don't feel the same. you can fuck right off and I'm like, okay, great well, I'm just going my home <laughs> right, everybody, so. But yeah, I've definitely met people in my life where like I've met them and we spent the night talking or whatever, and I definitely remember being like, "Oh, we can we there is something here." Not necessarily mm-hmm. like in a romantic sense, but like a fr- like a friendship chemistry maybe. Yeah. Or like the potential for a really good relationship. Um. But you know, I don't know. So I'm also yeah. I, when I watch reality TV, it's mostly like competition. Shows like in the vein of RuPaul's Drag Race or like makeover shows. I'm not really about like.
0: Oh yeah, no. If I if I if I get the sticks as we yeah. used to say when playing destiny is if i got the sticks and i'm picking what's on if i want reality television i will watch like ghost adventures or like something like that
2: yeah
1: yeah
0: or like yeah. where like big burly scary looking men that look like me go out into the woods looking for bigfoot and then never do and then make excuses why they don't find bigfoot Ooh. oh it gets me every time
2: or where big uh. burly looking men like toss a pen on the ground and are like did you see that yeah it's a fucking <laughs> ghost or, like, right you
0: You clearly see, like, a log that somebody threw from where they're standing.
2: Whoa, did you hear that off in the distance? What happened? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Basically, Ghost Facers. I like Ghost Facers.
0: My favorite thing (laughs) I've ever seen on national goddamn television is on, like, Finding Bigfoot. They split up into two groups, and if we've ever watched fucking Scooby-Doo or Supernatural or anything, what's rule one? Don't split the party.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Because you know what fucking happens if you split the party while looking for Bigfoot and then you have no way to communicate with the other party. Oh. You know Bigfoot what fucking happens? Your ass. Yes, is, he does. Um, I and mean, he's
2: <laughs> That's a big rule in D&D. Don't fucking split the party. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because party 1 started doing Bigfoot mating calls. Yeah. And party 2 didn't know this. <laughs> and so they thought Bigfoot was coming, and so they built a big-ass giant trap. hmm Oh, God, it was so goddamn funny, because Party 1 just kept like just hooting and hollering. It was funny as shit, because Party 2 just were like, shitting themselves, putting logs and shit together to build this giant-ass cage that I'm pretty sure you could fart and knock over.
2: Mm-hmm
0: and look like a good, strong queef from the southeast would blow that bitch right apart. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah.
2: Um, I I haven't seen this show, but I really want to watch um, BuzzFeed Unsolved. I've oh, seen, yeah, I've, I've seen heard seen that's really good. seen clips from it, and I've seen yeah, the memes, yeah. and it seems to be hilarious, and it's also my ideal, like, we, we put a skeptic and a believer in a room together, and we're like, now go hunt ghosts. And... I watched that. Yeah, that's that's the show with the whole goat, the goat man bridge thing. Oh yeah, yeah, fucking! I'm, <laughs> I'm on your bridge goat man. I'm on your bridge goat man. Sub bitches.
0: Oh fuck yeah!
2: Yeah, um, so there's a lot of memes from that, and it just looks very funny. And it's on Hulu, so if that sounds like your cup of tea, go mm. make it a reality instead. But we're not here to talk about natural things.
0: Yeah, here we talk about <laughs> we're, we're odd here to, natural things. We're
2: here to talk about supernatural things. Oh snap! And this week, we're watching The Mentalist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I hate that The Mentalist is also a show because it's like, yeah, we're gonna watch Supernatural. We're watching The Mentalist. What? Yep. <laughs> It still makes sense. Though. Oh, God. The mentalist.
2: What's it? What's it about?
1: So. Sam and Dean. Oh, wait, they're apart. So never mind. They broke up last episode. They oh, did. yeah.
2: How, how are we going to get the band back together, guys?
1: Well, you know what? Here, Here is my honest prediction. Real, Real prediction right here. No, no goofy television references or movie references. Here we go. Are you ready?
2: I'm at the edge of my seat Travis. Ready, Sam steady. and Dean. I'm holding on to my pants.
1: Sam and Dean are going to be a part for more than one episode.
2: <gasps> Travis. Let's go find out if Travis is psychic. <laughs> <laughs> By watching this episode and Crying into our pillows. All right, and
1: we're back. Yeah. Hey. Right before we started, Ben called it a snooze fest, and I'm going to heartily disagree.
2: Whoa. It was Are we fine. about just... to start a fight? Are we about Maybe. to start a fist fight?
1: <laughs> I'm going to
0: throw dukes on this motherfucker.
2: Yep. So, punch here's something.
1: why I liked this episode. Okay. Because right off the bat, it felt like a ghost episode from season one or two. Hmm. And and like an early like an early ghost episode, not a like season three and four. We're burnt out on ghosts. Kind yeah, of episode like we've been taking a break from ghosts for a while. Yeah, and it's kind of nice. Like we got the oh, we think it's this ghost, but it's actually that ghost vibe. We got the we we got to find the bones. Oops, they're not there. Vibe. We got the everyone else is acting crazy because of the ghost vibe. Like. I really liked it. I liked a lot of stuff about this episode. Yeah. Yeah, It was fun. It was goofy and fun, and they got the ghost, and my prediction was wrong. They got back together within six minutes and 30 seconds of the episode. Yep. It did not take long.
2: I watched this episode for the first time, and I was like, oh, okay, so not even a whole episode. That's good, I guess. I'm glad we're shorter now.
0: (laughs) We so, can move past our problems faster.
2: Yeah. That's, that's good. Um, I did not hate this episode. I didn't hate the, the meat of this episode. Mm. But I did hate the potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean?
1: I do, like, I do know what you mean.
2: Yeah. The stew, the, the pot roast was fine. The roasted potatoes on the side weren't quite done. Yeah, or perhaps done it all. Um, but I will say one thing I did love about this episode in the beginning section, tying it back around, we talked about reality TV show that we think is the worst. Yeah, um, we carefully did not mention psychics, <laughs> mm-hmm. and there was a reason for that. I am here to tell you. Not a single, vi- not a single victim except for Camille. Not a single victim in this episode was sympathetic to me at all. I hate right. psychics. If you, first of all, psychics don't exist. Okay, I just don't. If you pretend to be psychic and you use that to take advantage of people who are grieving, I hope a ghost does come and kill you. <laughs> all right.
1: Yeah. For I hated real.
2: the one week woman this week, a very lovely woman named Melanie. I fucking hated her. What a piece of garbage. H- hated her. Yep. Fleecing people for money. What a what a dick. Taking advantage of people's grief. Fuck fuck her. All Especially
1: right? Especially in her situation where she's like, I'm just good at reading people. Why not take the extra two steps and become a psychologist?
2: Yeah. Like, just do like something a, that'll
1: actually help someone. Like a
2: criminal profiler or something like that. If you're that uh, an, inv- an interrogator from the military. Yeah. Like, why not be a useful part of society as opposed to a fucking parasite, you piece of shit. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. This is uh, got a little hard there. A little hot. hot. <laughs> the most tragic thing of the episode is that she did not die, and I was upset about it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I did not. Uh, we've talked about before on this show how there are very there very often there are unsympathetic victims, particularly in ghost episodes where like the ghost is just like the OG victim having revenge, right? Like that happened yeah. in the Yellow Fever episode. Where um Yeah. The it was the ghost who'd been like brutally murdered by all the victims of him. That was complicated. But um in this particular case, like uh, the real villain is a psychic who is actually psychic mm-hmm. and has bound a ghost to him to do his bidding, which is killing all of the psychics who aren't real psychics, but are still like doing really well yeah, because their shows are entertaining and flashy. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, g- g- um cool motive, still murder i guess yeah. yeah but honestly if if this episode had been like yeah i bound a ghost to do my bidding because these psychics fleeced me out of all of my money see that makes more sense and i would Who have does? i would have loved it i would have been like oh yeah let's get into it supernatural let's call these people out because Oh yeah yeah don't waste your money on psychics. it's it's cold reading or it's hot reading but it's yep. not magic all right
1: yeah uh, fleecing people out of their money aside like if it was just pure it, like it it was basically the fact that these people make a lot of money because they put on a show basically yeah hmm. and it, it, like showmanship in a way is like a skill.
2: I mean it is 100 and so
1: and so he was just like yeah no one likes me as much as them well yeah. this
2: is actually a really common trope in like okay so real quick quick sum up of the plot dean because sam and dean broke up last episode remember dean hears about two strange murders that have happened in the town of lilydale the most psychic town of in america everyone there has some sort of psychic gimmick there's a spoon bender we see in the cold open a woman who's like doing the ouija board thing and she gets taken out by the plan card it, a plan card in the neck which i thought was hilarious and ironic um a, another woman gets brained in the ball in the head with her own crystal ball also hilarious and ironic um <laughs> Dean goes there to figure out what's up and surprise, surprise, Sam is also there. Uh, they decide to work this case together with Sam being like, all right, but we're not going to do the whole like brother-brother thing. We're just sticking to the facts, right? Hmm. Uh, they find out that somebody has bound a real ghost to kill all these people. They think it's like the ghost of this psychic sister, but it turns out she actually... Um, They think it's the ghost of the psychic who, like, founded the town, but it turns out it's actually her sister who, like, also had the magic but wasn't as charismatic as the sister who was famous. Yeah. Yeah, so they basically had, like, a show that they did together, a sister-sister act, but, like, one sister was more popular because she was, like, prettier or whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, like, Margaret and Martha. I think. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, something like that.
2: And and Margaret is the one who's going around like actually killing people. They figure out that the owner of this like shop that has been like sending them on a wild goose chase trying to, you know, find this guy, he's the one who's actually bound the ghost to him. Sam shoots him, burns the bones. The day is saved. Um and Sam and Dean get back together at the end the end anyways uh just quick quick sum up but yeah i uh don't remember why i was like let's quickly sum up and then we'll go back to talking about this but
0: (laughs) i think it was because we wanted to like get
1: back to like psychics and stuff yeah yeah but yeah it was basically the dude was jealous that he wasn't a strong performer (laughs) Yeah, Pretty much But, this but is, he didn't have the charisma So this yeah. is,
2: oh, I remember what we were talking about This is a common trope where like It's the whole, and we actually saw this In season one with Missouri Right? Missouri is the real deal But when people come to her for psychic reading She tells them what they want to hear Right Because that's what people pay for And this is very common in a lot of fantasy Especially like urban fantasy Where it's like, okay, magic is real But it's on the DL
1: mm-hmm. Um
2: Where, like, uh, basically, like, yeah, here's a fake psychic and they're the famous one because they tell people what they want to hear or they're really flashy. And then there's also a real psychic, perhaps where they get all their visions from or, like, is the one telling them what to do. But they're not the famous one out on front because... They're not as flashy or their powers freak people out, et cetera, et cetera. Mm
1: -hmm. You know?
2: And um, I have no issue with that trope. I think it's kind of like a fun trope in fantasy, especially Mm. if you play with the fake psychic. Like Mob Psycho 100 does this very well.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, Mob is an actual psychic who has a crazy amount of power, but he doesn't care about his psychic powers because it doesn't help him get what he wants, which is this attention of the girl he has a crush on. She's interested in jocks. So he spends the show beefing up and trying to improve himself through hard work. Uh... Because that's going to be the thing that, like, gets him what he wants, which is a real connection with this girl he has a crush on. Mm-hmm. Reagan is his mentor slash life coach who is conning people, essentially, by saying he can do these exorcisms, but he has no psychic ability. But what I like about Reagan's character is that he's still an extremely helpful, kind person. Yeah. Who is actually helping these people. Because most of these people's problems is just they need a good massage. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Reagan is actually an expert masseuse. (laughs) And if there is ever a real ghost, he just has Mob come in and use his psychic abilities to exercise the ghost. So he's like the one wholesome like fake psychic in the world because he's not telling people he can get them to talk to their dead relatives. (laughs) And uh, he's actually helping the people who hire him. He's not just taking their money and leaving. It's hilarious and adorable. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's helping guide Mob by, like, making sure he doesn't, like, kill anybody with his psychic powers, which go, which are just so strong that Mob can 1K, you know, knock one knockout anyone he meets. Yeah. Damn. There was no Reagan in this episode. I guess you can kind of count Melanie, but uh, we've already talked about why she can go fuck herself. Yeah she was the younger she was like the granddaughter or grandniece of one of the um
1: she was the one of the victims was like the granddaughter of the cold open victim
2: yeah the grandma goldie the one who got the the plan card just embedded into her neck
1: yeah oh man i want to say the deaths are back Uh, they were already back yes but it's like it's really making up for the lack of cool deaths in season six Mm -hmm. like they've like the uh the guy that got slammed down on the table with all the cutlery yeah that was fucking awesome
2: that was a 10 out of 10 for me we didn't get to see a lot of i mean we only got to see really two deaths there were yeah. four victims throughout the entire episode. The woman who got brained to death by her crystal ball, but she just gets a mention. We don't get to see it. Grandma Goldie. Um, Rasputin.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's not his name, but it might as well be. Yeah. So hold on. I have the IMDB up. I'll, I'll tell you these people's names like a real professional, mm-hmm. which is what I should be doing. But I'm not. Uh, let's see Nikolai Lishin is his name and he is played by a guy named Dmitri.
1: okay see I was wondering if that accent was authentic or not
2: <laughs> I mean apparently yep he's Ukrainian baby nice he's known for being in Mission Impossible Red Man of the Year uh, Deep Silence
0: hmm
2: yeah so, um, and then, uh, yeah, Margaret Frock, Fox and Kate Fox were the two sisters. Margaret Fox was the sister who was, like, doing the actual murdering people, and Kate Fox was giving everyone visions of their death.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: So, and then, uh, there's, a uh, the Camille is Melanie's friend. Her name is Camille uh, Thibodeau. Thibodeau. Thibodeau, right. And her whole shtick is that she's, like, she plays this, like, sort of who
1: Yeah, she does, like, a New Orleans kind of... Yeah. I mean, because with a name like Thibodeau, <coughs> right. you gotta lean into it. Yeah, we, yeah, you know.
2: She definitely, like, we see her in one scene where she's talking to, like, a client and she's just, like, put on an accent and... Is wearing a muumuu and is holding. It's very stereotypical. Yeah. And the reason why I don't have a huge problem with it is, it definitely feels like, it's it's less like this is this. It's it's less like the writers are like, this is how everyone from, you know, the islands are, and more like. This is how white people think everyone from the islands are. Yeah, <laughs> and this is and this is uh, Camille fleecing people.
1: Yes, mm. yeah, that that's definitely what it felt like. Like as soon as I saw her doing like her act on screen, I was like, oh, she's doing this for this old <coughs> white white lady. Like yeah.
2: <laughs> sometimes you got to give the Karens what they want, and that was what was happening here for sure. Yep, yeah, for sure. Um and uh you know she she died and was she was the only psychic who died that i was like oh i guess psychics are people too actually they're 100 percent people because they're not fucking psychic um so yeah she also is one of the psychics who just seemed to be giving this woman like just good advice you know because her the karen's whole thing was that um She's like, should I reconnect with my brother? He keeps going back to jail. And Camille was like, no, you should not reconnect with your brother who keeps going back to jail because he keeps going back to jail. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, for like, you know, bad reasons, I guess. I don't know. Um, Yeah. But what else about the episode before we get into the potatoes? Potatoes.
1: Uh, I liked the little shout-out to the Campbell brothers.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that of whole course, like-
2: they weren't actually brothers. That was a cover for their alternative lifestyle, Wink. <laughs> so. Oh, I really liked, actually, I liked the whole museum guy.
1: Yeah, the museum guy was really good, too.
0: That whole exchange yeah. was really funny, and I enjoyed that.
2: Yeah, they go to a museum to try to find out, like, who the ghost sisters are, um, because Mel, uh, Camille has a vision of her death, which we find out is from Kate trying to warn her and, um, like they, Camille has like a recording in her, like a camera in her house and they catch the ghost on camera and Melanie's like, oh, I know her. She's, I've seen her in an old timey photo in a museum and the yeah. museum tour guide is one actually psychic? Mm-hmm. He's one of the few, and two, um, like, kind of, not only helps Dean and Sam ID their, their, you know, who the ghosts are, but also gets a message from Ellen.
1: Yeah. Which I loved. That was great. That was yeah. great.
2: That's a way to like bring a character back in a way without actually bringing them back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was um, an
0: interesting way to do it, too.
2: Yeah. And he's just like, I'm sorry, but do you know an Ellen or an Eleanor? And Dean's like, meh. And he's yeah. like, uh, <laughs> I apologize for the language, but Ellen says... Get the fuck over yourself. You have to learn to trust people again. Stop drinking, you fucking moron. And also, uh, if you don't do these things, I will come down from heaven and kick your ass. And I was like, thanks. Thanks, Ellen. Thank you. Yeah. Dean needed that. I needed yeah. that. <laughs> uh,
1: So one thing I was thinking about is... So like, because of... People like Missouri and uh, Pamela. Mm -hmm. Like, psychics are a thing in the Supernatural universe. They are. But but they're different from how Sam was psychic, right? Because Sam was psychic because of the demon blood. Yes. And regular psychics, they're just, like, naturally occurring... Like, X-Men in the Supernatural universe? Eh, kinda.
2: Um, yeah. So... Yes, essentially. Psychics do occur naturally. Um, Sam wasn't a naturally occurring psychic.
1: Right. Because of
2: the demon blood. You're right about that. Um, Yes. Okay. It's kind of hazy is the thing. Because you have Uh witches, (laughs) right? Right. Um, Who sometimes... witches kind of fall in the same boat and I don't know if we've really met any but sometimes witches get their powers are just like born with their powers too but sometimes witches make deals with demons to get their powers so like I don't know yeah I mean yes um essentially like naturally occurring psychics aren't bad necessarily they aren't like evil 100 percent of the time i wouldn't say they have like x-men powers because i don't think there's like a lot of variation
0: oh well i just kind of meant meant, yeah yeah. i meant
1: x-men in the way that they just like they just happen in society
2: yes 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 yes
1: um because it was like so what we've seen with like Pamela and Missouri and the museum guide, it's kind of like they can commune with the dead or Mm -hmm. they can, like, read people's minds. Yeah. But then we also saw the the pawn shop guy, he was able to, like, telekinesis the gun out of Sam's hand. Right. So is it just kind of, like, plot convenience or...?
2: No, I think, because I think that... um... Pamela in Missouri could do that too. I just think you kind of get a grab bag of powers when you're psychic. And I think that what it typically comes with is like the ability to commune with spirits outside of the natural world Mm -hmm. or on the ethereal plane or whatever the fuck visions. Um, right. Because Pamela in Missouri could also do some like ritual stuff to kind of enhance their psychic communication abilities. Hmm. Um, which also borders on, like, witchy territory. territory. Yeah. But then the brother... Hunters do that, too. Like, sometimes solving the supernatural plot problem requires, like, a hex bag or whatever. A spell. And that also, to me, falls in the realm of, like, witchness. Right?
1: Yeah, but I guess the difference is, um... You know, with witches, they're basically, like borrowing their powers from demons right uh and i guess some of that can also have to do with whether how like i guess how far they want to lean
2: into it Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know i do not know But I think, I think that it's, it's one of those things where it's just not super well defined, a soft magic system in a way, you know, because it seems like anyone could do certain rituals, which certainly requires magic, but only witches can do some things, but then psychics are also naturally occurring and have powers.
1: Yeah. Well, it's almost like psychics are more like naturally occurring witches almost.
2: Yeah. But then later you also have naturally occurring witches. Oh. And it's it's confusing and it's hazy and honestly doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it's also one of those things that's not a deal breaker for me. So I don't really like think I don't think on it too often I mean
1: like I I'm honestly totally on board with it I think that adds some cool flavor to the universe
2: yeah absolutely I also just like the idea that there are more of like there are people who do magic and they're fine they're not they're just people they're not evil they're not eating babies they're chill you know Mm-hmm. Which gets back into the whole just because you're supernatural does not mean you're evil, because that wouldn't make any sense. Evil isn't genetic. Um I really quickly speaking of psychics. Speaking of psychics. I kind of wanted Sam's psychicness to come back.
1: Yeah, that would have been
2: dope. Or at least get a mention, right? Uh-huh. Because Dean's like, when's the last time we saw a psychic? Missouri? Pamela? And I was like, you know who you've seen that psychic more recently than both of them? Sam. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? In that
0: old demon heroine.
2: How Sam had magic powers back in seasons one, two, three, and four. You remember that? It was kind of a big yeah. deal.
0: <laughs> it's kind of a huge plot point for a while.
2: Yeah. For the longest, that's something that you have to turn to fan fiction for, because for the longest time, I've wanted them to bring back Sam's psychic powers, and it's it seems like they just did the Men in Black thing, where they're, they've they just given everyone am- amnesia about it, um, up until season 12, so... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of with you, Travis. This episode was uh, fine. Um <laughs>
0: I mean, I didn't hate it. It was just, yeah.
2: Yeah. um, Melanie, I kind of want to rank her among the one-week women, the, the other one-week women we've seen. She is... Obviously, I hate her for being a piece-of-shit psychic right. um, who just does cold and hot reading and tours with shit like that. But mm. ignoring that, I also just think she's kind of... Boring cookie cutter almost.
1: Like, yeah. we could have yeah. taken
2: her out and replaced her with almost any other one week woman, and the show would have been the same. Um, my one, I think my favorite one week woman is still the woman, the police officer from, um, season one, uh, the Benders episode.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh huh.
2: Yeah. She was pretty great. And I liked, um Ronnie's from season 2 from the cyber or from the shapeshifter episode. Mhm. Um but yeah, what did y'all think about her?
1: I th- I mean, I thought she was all right. Like obviously, she was a good candidate for like revealing the supernatural world too because she was already kind of into like mm-hmm. psychic culture in a way. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't too far of a step for her to go from okay, some of this might be real to, oh, man, it is all real. Yeah. So I, I, I think, like, I think the setting just lended itself better to that. Yeah. Because I, 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 sometimes with the one-week woman, with them being like, yep, ghosts are real, a lot of people just take it at face value immediately. Yeah. And there's not as much, like, deliberation as there should be.
2: I always get really... I'm always really interested in flat earth atheist characters which are atheist characters in a fantasy world, right? Yeah. They are surrounded by magic, they're surrounded by the supernatural and yet they're still just like whatever that shit doesn't exist. Um <laughs> Or an alternative to that trope that I really like is the, oh, I know the gods are real. I just don't believe in them because they suck. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Which is also my favorite. I love that so much. Um, But yeah, uh, she, supernatural, flat earth atheists are a little different because super, you know, the supernatural community is supposed to be like secret, secret. Um, Right. So... And so many people in the supernatural universe are willing to chalk it up to like bears and shit. So, um, bears with their <laughs> damn tricks. It was damn tricky bears. I wasn't sh- I wanted so badly for there to be a police officer in this episode who was like, here's my theory a bear broke into this dude's house lifted him up above his head, and then dropped him on a bunch of cutlery. That's what I wanted so bad. Um, oh, hell yeah. That didn't happen.
0: Well, like, the show can be self-aware at times, but it's never going to be that self-aware. Or no, at least yeah. not yet.
2: That's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> those
0: damn bears with their damn tricks. Those
2: damn bears. With their damn
0: silverware. Yep.
2: How did that bear hold those... Hold hold that all that silverware up. Um, I. Really. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Do you miss the bears? I miss the at?
2: bears. I do miss the bears. <laughs> yeah. We all
0: miss the bears. Mm-hmm.
2: So but what I'm saying is that like. I agree, but I, I, and I like Melanie to just, she seemed, I, what I liked about her is that she seems very down to earth, despite her profession, um, mm, yeah. and was just like, yeah, I know all that shit's crap. I'm just a, a piece of garbage anyways, who doesn't mind <laughs> taking advantage of people's grief for my own, you know, enrichment in life. And I was like, oh, great, well, at least you're aware. Um, I did, I did think that she had a funny moment when after Camille her friend dies she's just like like Sam and Dean are like hey ghost is still alive and we need to take it out I understand if you want us to leave and then before Dean even finishes the line she's like yeah I want you guys to go so yeah
0: fucking bounce
2: um which brings me to my next point normally when victims die of supernatural occurrences I'm like it's not Sam and Dean's fault Kind of felt like Camille's death was kind of Sam and Dean's fault.
1: A little bit, yeah. A little bit.
2: And here is why. Uh, in the past on this show, when Sam and Dean have to go burn some bones, they usually, like, leave one of the brothers with the potential victim or tell the victim to get into a salt circle or have an iron poker that they need to use like a lightsaber if they see anything supernatural they did not tell Camille and Melanie this and Camille and Melanie went to a restaurant yeah and I was just like so when Sam and Dean were like yeah we kind of dropped the ball on saving Camille sorry about that and I was like y'all kind of did drop the ball on the they really did so that's exciting. Up all over. Well, see, it only
1: mattered when it was uh, when they had to save a girl that Dean was slightly interested in.
2: <clears throat> Which it, <laughs> that's
1: kind of how it felt to me.
2: Oh yeah. Also, because
1: like Dean and I immediately forgot her name,
2: <laughs> Melanie.
1: Dean and Melanie kind of had this little like. Oh hello, kind of thing going on the whole episode.
2: Yeah, and after Camille, di- Camille dies, Melanie like clings to Dean and cries into his chest, mm-hmm. which of course felt very sexual. So <laughs> <Just>
0: yeah, <kidding. laughs> oh, chicken ow ow. Yeah,
2: right. You know how it is, gentlemen. When a little number, a, a shorty, is clinging to you and crying because their friend was just killed by a ghost that they shit's hot real wet. that's fuck um but I <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the time to make a move uh I'm gonna lay out a 10 step plan for how to get a girl when her best friend's been killed by a ghost in my newest book how to pick up ladies in a supernatural circumstance by DJ Philly so
0: DJ Philly that pussy yep <laughs> god i feel gross
2: i i also feel gross and it feels like the kind of disgusting that can't be washed off you know what i mean uh, yeah. like my who's s- get some bleach my soul is permanently marked it's stained
0: <laughs> uh, uh, What well, did you kill like a brother or something damn
2: right oh i can't enabled that bitch yeah uh,
0: are you now disabled
2: Because I lost my able. (laughs) You lost your ability. Yep. Bitch. No. um, But, yeah. I I don't blame you for forgetting her name immediately, Travis, because she was really one note.
1: Yeah. And we're
2: never going to see her again. Yep. I don't know. Usually they try to put a little more personality into the one-week women, but they just were... They were running on autopilot with her.
1: hmm
2: So, in my, in my opinion. So, vote for your favorite one-week women at HabCast. I'll put up a poll. Yeah. So, if you have a different favorite one-week woman, hit, hit us up in the thread. Yeah. Um, all right. Are we ready to talk about the elephant in the room that we've been skirting around? Yes. The foxed-shaped elephant in the room? the the fox spirit shaped elephant Travis take me on a journey
1: Uh uh-huh
2: take me through how you felt Ben can also make your answer now take me through how you felt when you watched this episode and everything dealing with Sam and Dean's fight about Dean killing Amy
0: Travis, you go first, so you won't be dissuaded by...
2: Our opinions, yeah.
1: Like, is it resolved now? Is it over? Was this it? It sure was. Like, it... It barely felt like anything. Like... I get what you were trying to get at when you were trying to get me to guess how long Dean's alcoholism was going to go on. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was like, oh, all Dean had to do was get a psychic ghost message from Ellen, and it snapped him out of it. Uh Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck? Yep. (laughs) Like, all he did was, he came clean about it, which he had already done, I guess. Then said he was like... Sorry and guilty about it, which is new, I think.
2: Did he say he was sorry, or did he call Sam a bitch for being mad at him?
1: Actually, he did that instead. He was trying to say sorry, I think. But then he peppered in the little thing like, I've been feeling sad since Cass is dead. And that's like what is supposed to pull at Sam's heartstring and be like, okay, that's why you've been acting out. Because your boyfriend is dead. Yep.
2: Can't get
0: that dick wet.
2: Uh, Alright, Ben, you, you go. Unless you're not dead, Travis. I understand if you need to get it off your chest more. No, I think that was I, it. I do. <laughs> okay.
0: I don't know, like, sing it again and knowing what was going to happen, it was just like, uh, fucking bruh, come on. Like, God damn it. Like, this is, like, the stuff about the show that I don't care for. The, yeah. how quick they either try to sweep shit under the rug or and then act like shit didn't happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just to get back to the fun stuff, then why even have the bullshit?
2: Yeah. Why even bother?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Why even bother with the crocodile tears? Okay. Like, it's, it's, I don't even want to say it's fine, because it's not, because it's dumb. Like, he killed a woman. He orphanized a child. hmm And that's the other thing, like, Sam never once asks, did you kill the kid?
2: Oh my god, you're right.
0: Like, oh. never fucking once. And, like, this whole, oh. like... Pseudo horseshit fight. Sam's never like, did you kill the kid? Like, I would understand if Sam had if uh, Dean had killed the kid, and Sam was acting like this, if he was like all like all up in arms and shit. But he's never once asked about that fucking child.
2: He also didn't even ask what happened. Yeah, which is something. Okay, so. Not to steal your thunder, Ben, but I can't keep quiet about this for a second longer. Um, <laughs> um, again, unless you have more to say, which gates keep going.
0: I oh, don't know. There's a reason why I called this episode a snooze fest. Yeah. And this was it. This whole pseudo-drama.
2: Yeah. Okay, so... Um, I was actually listening to one of our older episodes uh, recently, and I commented on a fight that Sam and Dean had. I think this was season one. And the reason why I was talking about it is because I was like, oh, this is when Sam still had some fire in him, when he wasn't just willing to lay down and, you know, let Let Sam and Dean just, or Sam and Dean, let Dean and other characters in the show just kind of walk all over him. Mm. I was like, this is Sam before he has been beaten down by his friends, by his family, by Lucifer. I mean, I didn't get into as much detail because I couldn't for spoiler reasons, but Mm. I was like, I kind of miss this Sam who is willing to put up a fight and be like, no, this is fucking bullshit. Season 7, Sam, lets that shit go way too easily. Doesn't ask what happened. You're right. I didn't even notice that he didn't ask about Amy's son. I guess he just assumes that Dean wouldn't kill a child. A apparently incorrect assumption to make considering the fact that Dean threatened the kid. Threatened a child who at most is, what, 12 13 at, at most? I'm terrible yeah. at telling kids ages, so I... I... He's, he's
0: probably <laughs> between, like, 8 and 11. Yeah,
2: something like that. And Sam's just like, I guess you're right. After one conversation, one, what the absolute hell? And then immediately makes it about Dean and Dean's problems. What the fuck? This... Oh, my God. I... <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. Okay. This is bad writing. Um it just is. Here's why. It's about setup and payoff, okay? So immediately after the Amy episode, we get Defending Your Life, where it is established that Dean feels guilty about killing Amy, not about lying to Sam, not about not being able to get it off his chest. But killing Amy specifically, he feels like it was the wrong move. He feels this so hard that he almost he almost lets himself die. So we've set up that Dean knows it was a bad decision, that he feels bad about this, and not... Let's see, that was episode four, we're in episode seven. Not three episodes later, Dean's like, actually it was completely the correct decision. I saved you from doing it because I knew you couldn't, and now you're being a little bitch about this, and I think that's unfair. The payoff is stupid, and it doesn't make any sense. That's why it's bad writing. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't, the payoff doesn't make sense. What happened in those three episodes where Dean went from, I'm willing to die because, of, because I can't face up to what I did to actually it was the right decision? Was it the pep talk from Ellen where she was like, you have to learn to tra- trust people again? That doesn't make mm. any fucking sense. We don't see anything. We don't see Dean talk about it with Bobby. We don't see Sam talk about it with Bobby. I mean, not that I necessarily would have liked it more if, like, Bobby had been like, Sam, you need to forgive your brother because he was in the right. Because I would have been like, well, eh, he was in the wrong completely. And you're just learning about this, so. Whatever. But, it, I mean, it would have been better than nothing, which is what we got. Yeah. Also, if my, if I were in a fight with my sibling and they just completely railroaded my feelings like that and called me a bitch for being mad, I would lose my mind. I would lose my fucking mind. And Sam yeah. is just like, I mean, I guess you're right. I guess I was kind of being a bitch about it. The one point that Dane brings up that I think is interesting and possibly correct is that Dean says, if you didn't know Amy, you would have killed her, like she was any other monster. One, I don't necessarily know if I agree with that, because we have seen Sam in other situations been, like, let monsters go when they've had a good reason for doing what they're doing, or, like, at least feel bad about having to kill them. Kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, But... Even if Sam, even if that wasn't the case, Sam did know Amy. It was different. Yeah, <sighs> but. yeah. And my, it's just sorry. Go on.
0: Nah, you go.
2: And my least favorite thing, that I I talked about this in the in um, the girl next door, but I couldn't finish it. My least favorite thing about this whole arc is that this, for me, is really the beginning of them causing pointless, stupid drama between Sam and Dean that has little to no payoff and doesn't actually make them change or grow up or decide that they need to, like,
0: do anything yeah. else to better their
2: it, relationships. It leads to zero character development. What Dean has not changed from this. He has not changed his mind about anything. If anything, he's fucking regressed from who he was in season two when he met those vampire people. Mm -hmm. Yep. Not a single thing has made, and he has not learned anything at all. And then the other thing I hate about it is that this for me kicks off the Dean is always right. Even when he's wrong, he's right. He always had a good reason. His heart was always in the right place. He was doing it to protect Sam. No matter how awful it is, no matter how condescending, no matter what line he crosses, hey, he was. Al- the show is always going to come down on Dean's side. <sighs> so yeah, I hated it. It was awful. If you think this is a this is, like, a reasonable wrap-up to the Amy arc. Um, please let me know why you think that, because I would love to hear a different opinion. Love to hear it.
0: Like, I don't even want to call it an arc. I mean, sure, we're, like, what, seven, eight episodes in yeah. to this season?
2: I mean, a very short arc, to be sure.
0: Yeah, it's like a bottle rocket arc.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, if you love to hear me rant about things I don't like on Supernatural, good congratulations. I'm glad I was able to provide this for you. Um. Mm. I just. Uh, yeah, I'm real, real mad, and real hot, real mm-hmm. hot about it. And here's here's why. They have taken this character who I legitimately loved didn't agree with a lot of the time and they are in my opinion ruining him by making him unlikable
0: yeah dean does have very this whole beginnings part of this season it's just like bruh fucking jesus fucking i want to love you but stop being a jackass
2: yeah So, I'm just, um, hmm, yeah, anyways, thanks for listening, uh, sorry, uh, (laughs) I want to apologize to no one, um. I wanna I want to not apologize to the supernatural writers. I'm about to look up who wrote this episode because oh boy.
1: Oh, I got it for you right here. Are Thanks. you ready?
2: Thanks, buddy. Yes, hit me. Ben
1: It's the Ben brothers, Ben Acker and Ben Blacker.
2: Another another brother brother team that just uh...
1: <laughs> Jesus.
2: Also another person who shares um uh, Ben's name who's ruining yep. my life <laughs> <laughs> So Yeah. Let's see. Uh Oh, they've written some Star Wars stuff, that's cool. Yeah. Hold on, I'm looking up what else they've done on Supernatural.
1: I think this is it.
2: Oh my God! That's that is it.
1: They've According to the this Supernatural Wiki, it's just this episode.
2: Wow, this episode was so bad they had they fired them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that's
1: what it seems like. They eh? are... oh, they produced the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so it was just this episode. Do you think that they're friends because they have the same first name and similar last names?
2: Well, it yeah, seems you know, like they're writing that's why,
0: Yeah, That's why I have a best friend that's named Ben Eichmiller.
1: <laughs> 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 like, literally, Ben Acker is just Ben Blacker without the BL.
2: Yeah. I, I think um, your best friend's name is actually Ben Mike Tiller. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's
0: it.
2: So uh, we, I always get you two confused because you also walk around wearing uh, flannel and Slayer T-shirts a hundred percent of the time.
0: Mm. So, just all the time, just
2: all the time, or like, or like classic movie posters, but with Japanese, the Japanese titles. Mm.
0: <laughs> now his are in German.
2: Oh, okay. See you, <laughs> no. see
0: you, you're slipping. Yep.
2: Just slipping. They're uh, y'all completely different. My mistake. Um but that's pretty much all we have to say. I like I like this episode except for that. Um we didn't really touch on the Leviathans at all this week.
1: Yeah, honestly, at, after a slash fiction I'm cool with taking a chill pill from the Leviathans. Like, That's fair. I feel, I feel like we've earned a break from the Leviathans now. Yeah. When before it was like, I think there was an episode where we got a Leviathan tease. Yeah. And then there was another episode of nothing. So it was like, oh, come on. Yeah.
2: yeah. I just want to touch on one, one more thing. The villain... Johnny Tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I didn't even realize that's what his name was.
2: It sure as shit was. <laughs> Presumably from a long line of tomorrows who are always hoping that tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow is creeping by Johnny. at this petty pace. <laughs> is sleeping in the bed with the bones of Margaret Fox. The ghost he bound to his will so that he may kill these fake psychics. Yep. And I just want to say, ew, that shit is gross. Yep. He He really
0: boned himself on that one.
2: When he had his little villain speech, his little Hannibal lecture, he did talk about how she, Margaret was happy to do what I wanted her to do she hates these psychics as much as anyone we connect because we're both not liked by the psychic community because we're not pretty and I was just like, cool guy are you fucking this ghost? I think the answer to that question is yes he was in fact fucking a ghost and honestly (laughs) I wish we had spent more time on that
0: if the show was on HBO, they would have.
2: Right, it would have been a whole freaky kinks thing. Oh yeah, sadly, he would have
1: shoved he would have shoved that femur up his ass. Oh, Oh,
2: one hundred percent.
0: And the humor is too.
2: <laughs> I mean. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, I went with the femur because it's like one of the longest bones in the body. And I so found you that get him really far up of his ass.
2: Hey, Ben, uh, get pegged. That's how I feel about that. <laughs>
0: Don't All threaten right. me with a good time.
2: Well, this has been an episode of Sighs and Woes. And now that we're finally done with the Amy thing, we never have to talk about it again. Yay!
1: Yeah!
2: Um, let's. What's on deck for next week, Travis?
1: Oh, God. I'll tell Uh. you.
2: It's season seven, time for a wedding. Which almost rhymes, but doesn't. (laughs) Season seven, time
1: for a wedding. What's it about? Is that a reference to something? It
2: has to be. I'm not sure what the reference is because we're not talking about it this episode.
1: I don't know what... What show had a wedding in season seven of It?
0: Oh, I know this episode. Travis, you're going to have a fun time next week.
1: Uh, okay. Here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Cass comes back to
2: life. (gasps) The gasp. But I thought he was dead forever.
1: Yeah, well, you know. Uh, Cass Cass comes back to life. And... He is like, Dean, I was dead, and I thought I left, lost the meaning of life, and then the thought of you came across my dead brain, and it brought me back to life. Will you marry me, Oh, the power Dean. of love. Gross. And they get married, and then nothing bad happens for the rest of time.
2: Great. I... <laughs> Oh, my God, you have been reading fanfic. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, this is so crazy, Travis. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know if that's going to happen, but if it does, we'll talk about it next week on Hey Ass but.
1: Yeah. Thank you
2: so much for listening. Um, If you want to hear more from us, check out our website, Habcast.com, where you can find links to all of our social media media and our Patreon. At Habcast on Twitter and Instagram. And Hey, Ask About a Supernatural podcast on Facebook. And hey, if, if you're visiting our Patreon anyway, why not sign up for our bonus show? Where for $3 a month you can have access to da, 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 drumroll please let's shag ass the show where we watch things that aren't supernatural but have supernatural actors in them sometimes when we feel like it just kidding it comes out monthly and there was only one time where we did something that wasn't supernatural related and that's because we were tired Yeah. so very tired of watching terrible things Anyways, enough about that. So, go check that out if you want to support the show. Remember, we're still donating to Black Lives Matter until November, so all of your Patreon uh, dollars will be going to that. I think right now we're up to like $50 a month, which... Yeah, we're getting close. You know, ain't bad. Ain't bad. Um, And thank you guys so much for listening, and until next time, have fun.
1: And don't die. Bye.